0: Howdy, this is Too Busy for Crypto. This episode's topic is a matter of financial literacy. Whether you are a participant or spectator of cryptocurrency, it is useful to understand some key reasons that cryptocurrency is growing as an asset class. This episode, I will talk about one key reason. Dollar depreciation as a result of price inflation. Cryptocurrency was created as a method to remove middlemen from transactions using digital currency based on trust in cryptography. Traditional banking is all middlemen and relies on trust in middlemen. Traditional banking uses currency issued by a central bank. Cryptocurrency exists as an alternative to that system cryptocurrency participation is growing for various reasons. One reason why crypto is growing. Cryptocurrency is an asset class that functions like currency in transactions. It can be an alternative to traditional currency. What is wrong with traditional currency? Savage inflation. People in the third world know all about hyperinflation. One day hundred dollars buys you a fancy dinner for four and the next day hundred dollars buys you a loaf of bread. Americans don't have such a time in recent memory. We as a people don't understand our currency or its capacity to devalue rapidly through inflation. Inflation Jargon Price inflation is an effect of monetary inflation. Monetary inflation is a supply issue and price inflation is a demand issue. Monetary inflation is increasing the supply of dollars by adding more zeros in the computer. It takes microseconds. Price inflation is what happens when all those new dollars try to buy the same stuff and prices increase due to increased demand. Price inflation moves at the velocity of transactions devaluation of the currency is simply the reverse way of looking at price inflation. We will study what one dollar can buy rather than how many dollars a certain thing costs. What one dollar can buy is called purchasing power. The simplest way to visualize and discuss the devaluation of the dollar is by using data from the entity that created the dollar. In 1913, The Federal Reserve was created, and it created the modern dollar. Today, the Federal Reserve provides data through a website called FRED. The Federal Reserve contains 12 regional bank branches. Each regional branch has its own website and some unique tasks that it performs. The St. Louis Fed branch hosts the FRED data repository on its website. The homepage for the St. Louis Fed's FRED website is FRED.STLOUISFED.ORG The homepage heading says, Economic Research Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis. FRED is your trusted source for economic data since 1991. Download, graph, and track 819,000 U.S. and international time series from 110 sources. To look at dollar depreciation, we want a certain CPI chart. Do not click the CPI tag under Common Searches. In the search box, type CPI Purchasing Power. Look for the entry, probably number 2, that says Consumer Price Index for All Urban Consumers, colon, Purchasing power of the consumer dollar in US city average. Open parenthesis CUUR0000SA0R. Close parenthesis. Or to get one result, you can type in the search box CUUR0000SA0R. That will bring up the one option for the correct chart. I will refer to this Purchasing Power Index as PPI. However, please remember that there is a more popular usage of PPI, which is Producer Price Index. Producer and Consumer Price Indexes are similar. The Purchasing Power Index is different. The Consumer Price Index is a chart that goes up and to the right. The purchasing power index is a chart that goes down and to the right. The CPI essentially says how many more dollars did things cost you this year versus last year. The PPI tells you how much less you can buy with a fixed amount of dollars this year versus last year. CPI uses variable dollars versus fixed goods. PPI uses variable goods versus fixed dollars. The Purchasing Power Index tells you something in its name. It is an index. An index chart must have a benchmark to reference each value against. This chart uses the reference point of 1982 to 1984 equal to 100. What is set to 100? The average CPI of 1982 to 1984 is set to an index value of 100. Every CPI data point is converted to an index value that converts the comparison from fixed goods to fixed dollars. At the start of the chart, the first value is 1017.8 on January 1913. 110 years later, on January 2023, the index value is 33.4. To calculate depreciation, take 33.4 and divide by 1017.8. The result is about 0.03. That means the current dollar is worth 3% of what it was worth at inception. Subtract that from 100, and you have 97% depreciation. Just looking at the three years from February 2020 to February 2023, the index has dropped from 38.7 to 33.2. That's a devaluation of 14% in three years. This is our government's own watered-down BLS CPI Price inflation data being used by the private Federal Reserve in the Federal Reserve's own chart to show how the currency the Federal Reserve created is continually losing purchasing power. Imagine if we had accurate data on price inflation, how much depreciation would we see then? History The entire chart represents a history of the strength of the dollar since creation in 1913. I will go through a very brief history of events that give some context to the chart. I plan to cover this brief history in more detail in the future. 1. From 1913 to 1920 the index drops from 1017 to 477 that's a 53 percent drop in seven years that's world war one the federal reserve system made it possible to fund the first world war through currency inflation war is part of human history but only after the creation of the federal reserve and their currency scheme Did war achieve modern scale in terms of size, speed, and frequency? 2. From 1920 to 1922, after World War I, the index recovered to 600. That's a 26% increase, but still down 41% from inception. 3 the index remained somewhat level for seven years, from 1922 to October 1929, when there was the Wall Street crash of 1929 that is associated with the start of the Great Depression. Four. In four years, from 1929 to 1933, the index rose from 577 to 796, a gain of 38%, but still down 22% from inception. This is the one great rise in the purchasing power index in the history of the modern dollar. Five, in 1933, things turned around forever to the negative when the US government and President FDR Passed the Emergency Banking Act of 1933. This act was used as a pretext to confiscate the gold of all Americans. Up to this point, the modern dollar was based on fractional reserves of gold. People trusted gold, which is money, rather than currency, which is not money. The government wanted to take away the people's gold to force the people to use the Federal Reserve Currency. This is the Great Robbery of 1933. 6. The trend of gold confiscation went to a global level in 1944 when the Bretton Woods Agreement was signed and the Western world began the Bretton Woods System to combat the competitive currency devaluation that began in the 1930s and continued strong through World War II. Bretton Woods created the International Monetary Fund, IMF, and the World Bank. Participant countries gave their gold to the U.S. government and were required to peg their currencies to the Federal Reserve dollar. Countries gave up their gold because currencies were operating on a fractional reserve system based on gold. This is the setup to another great robbery. 7. In 1971, Nixon permanently cancelled the conversion of dollars to gold, in a measure that was supposed to be temporary. The U.S. government, acting as chief deadbeat of the world, did not want to pay back its war debts or relinquish the gold that nations let the U.S. hold for Bretton Woods. This is a great international robbery that was finalized over three decades. The cancellation of conversion ended the dollar's relationship to gold as a backing and made the modern dollar a purely unbacked fiat currency. 8. After 1971, the U.S. government had to do something to keep the worthless and unbacked Federal Reserve note from hyperinflating into nothing. Thus began the constant meddling in oil-rich countries, particularly in the Middle East. The U.S. signed an agreement with OPEC. OPEC is a cartel of oil-producing countries. They agreed to sell oil priced in dollars. This began the petrodollar system. Since 1971, the main factor that keeps the world using the U.S. dollar is the requirement to buy OPEC oil with dollars. This gives the modern dollar an indirect backing with international oil consumption. The more oil a nation consumes, the more it must buy dollars to then buy oil from a producing nation. That's my eight quick notes on the history behind the chart. The Military as Backing Since we began the petrodollar system, the U.S. must decide whether to influence oil producers with a carrot or stick. Carrots are access to American banks and assets. This access may be cheap loans or real estate or military weapons. The sticks are destabilization, regime change, and invasion. The U.S. military may be used to protect the oil interests, like how the mob protects shopkeepers in its neighborhood while requiring protection fees. The death of fiat. As soon as oil producers decide they can take care of themselves and agree with oil buyers to trade oil in a different currency, then the dollar will lose relevance and value. Such events could spark war, and during the war, the modern dollar would die and be replaced by something else, probably another worthless fiat currency with a 100-year shelf life. Most fiat currencies die within 100 or 200 years. Ours is 110 years old. This history is part of understanding the chart. The CPI is a corrupt statistic. CPI is reported by the BLS, the Bureau of Labor Statistics. The Consumer Price Index is based on the change in price for a basket of goods from year to year. The components of the basket get changed sometimes. The reasoning for the change is to mimic a cost-of-living increase. But, this does not explain the method. We are told some item, like gasoline, had a weight change of 0.5, and this has an impact on the index of 0.3, so it is okay. Please stop asking questions. We are statisticians. You're not. You couldn't possibly understand. We must hope there is honest analysis of inflation in the private sector, rather than trusting the BLS. It is safe to assume that the CPI consistently and significantly underreports the price inflation experienced by people. Core vs. Headline Inflation Jargon related to inflation reports is core inflation and Headline inflation. This is inflation percentages derived from CPI data. Headline inflation is everything. Core inflation excludes so-called volatile goods like fuel and food. Why would anyone care about high prices for fuel or food? If someone is talking about core inflation, then they probably don't want you to look up headline inflation because it's bigger. Price inflation of some specific types of goods may be related to stupid laws or policies rather than because of currency devaluation, but at the macro scale, it is most likely the currency. Some Currency Jargon The dollar created by the Federal Reserve is called the Federal Reserve Note. From 1913 to 1971, the dollar was fractionally backed by gold. Fractional reserves basically means that if only a few percent of people asked to get gold for their dollars, then the whole dollar currency system would collapse. That's why they started taking everyone's gold in 1933 and why they ultimately broke the connection in 1971. What we call the dollar now is really a debt certificate called a Federal Reserve note. The term note is financial jargon for debt certificate. It is an IOU, but there is nothing in the O of the IOU for the Federal Reserve to give us in exchange for their debt certificate. It is unbacked. The total lack of backing of fiat currencies is what allows unlimited printing of new digital dollars into existence. Of all currency globally, probably less than 5% is physical cash and more than 95% is digital. Digital currency may be created instantly. It is physically impossible for any central bank to physically print the amount of digital cash that has been created. Limitless creation of currency leads to the devaluation of that currency. The purchasing power index shows you at least how much a single dollar has devalued. What do people do about inflation? People who want to avoid currency devaluation have to acquire assets with their currency. The assets will increase in price as the currency devalues. The increasing price of an asset does not mean the asset value has increased. The asset value is the same. The currency value has decreased. Which assets are chosen is a matter of personal preferences And constraints. This concludes my discussion of dollar depreciation as a result of price inflation, as evidenced by the Federal Reserve chart of purchasing power of the dollar. I hope this episode helps you better understand or articulate these ideas. This is not financial advice, this is education. Thank you very much for listening.